Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 51 and pray our way through Philippians 1, verses 20 and 21, only a couple short verses today. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of what I call worship prayer. And this week, we are focusing on the idea that God is omnipotent. Now, omnipotent means he is able to do it all, have all power. It means having all the potency that there is, all possible power. It comes from Latin. And another word, almighty, means exactly the same thing, but it comes from an Anglo-Saxon origin instead of Latin. Almighty is used 56 times in the Bible and only only about God. Nothing, nothing is too hard for God. We have two scriptures for this today, Romans 1, 20 and Jeremiah 32, 17. I'm going to read them and then we'll dive into some prayer. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Paul was talking here about people who have not heard the gospel and yet God has made himself known in creation. But the reason we are reading this one today is the idea of his eternal power, never-ending, massive, (laughs) beyond our comprehension power. Jeremiah 32, 17 says, Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this time. I appreciate the fact that through technology, we can come together from across the country, from across the world, and we can join together in prayer. I'm grateful for your scripture that you've given us that we can use as words and a guide to pray so that we know we are within your will because this is your words. Honor you today, Father, for your omnipotence, for your eternal power and your divine nature, for the idea that nothing Nothing at all is too hard for you. You have all power possible. And I honor you that for that today. I reverence you for that today. That is beyond my comprehension, certainly beyond my ability, and far greater than human capacity for power. We owe you everything, Father, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I ask that you would be with my words, be with my thoughts, that you would guide and direct me, that everything that we say in this time would be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in Philippians 1, 20 and 21. It's a short section of scripture that closes out this passage where we're talking about joy in adversity. I listened to John Piper preach a sermon on this section of scripture once, and his claim was that if you understand and apply Paul's words here, your life will truly be changed. That this is the essence of the life of a believer. It is also considered one of the clearest mission statements that Paul made about himself. In current business terms, this is Paul's why. This is why he did what he did. Short passage, but I want to savor it. I want to sit with it, focus on it, because this is transformational if we pray this into our lives. I'm going to go ahead and read it for you, and then we'll pray. My eager expectation and hope is that I will not be ashamed about anything, but that now, as always, with all courage, Christ will be highly honored in my body, whether by my life or by death. For me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If we can truly say that about our lives, how much difference, how much impact could we have? So let's pray that that happens. Lord, this is a short amount of scripture, and I feel this this need to have a lot of words for some reason, but I don't need to do that. 
you just guide this time. I ask that you would give us Paul's heart, that you would light our souls with the mission that we share with Paul, because this is a a universal why, a universal mission. We aren't maybe called to the mission field like Paul, but that's not what this is about. His eager expectation, his eager expectation and hope is that he will not be ashamed about anything, that he will accomplish the work that you set out for him. And that is my hope as well, that each one of us would be eagerly looking forward to the time when we can say that we have accomplished what you have for us here. That will look different for all of us. I pray that in each one of our lives that you move circumstances, that you speak to us, that we listen, hear, and obey, and that we move into the life that you have ordained for us, that you have gifted us and designed us to do, to be those people that you want us to be. Pray that we would have an eager expectation and hope about that, that our hearts would be moved by our love for you into that place. He also says he wants to do that now with all courage. Man, Paul was a brave guy. He had courage in spades. And Lord, I ask that you would give us that same courage. And it arises from the same place. We can have that same courage because you are the foundation of it. He wanted Christ to be highly honored in his body, whether he lived or whether he died. Because to live is to do your work, to love you and glorify you here on earth. And to die is gain because then we will see you face to face. Lord, those are both options where we are serving and glorifying you. I pray that we would have that same heart, that it didn't really matter so much where, because it was wherever you chose for us at that moment. But what really mattered was that we were glorifying you, that you will be honored in my body, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm living, dying, breathing or not breathing, that you are honored in my body, that you are exalted by my life. I pray that into all of our lives, that we would walk in a way and live into the calling that you've given each one of us in a way that you are exalted. I pray that you would bring that about in each one of our lives. And more specifically, I pray that you would give each one of us that next step. Like, what is the next step that I need to take so that my life will be one that I can say that you are exalted, honored in my body, honored by my life? What is our next step? Let each of us know what that is and give us the courage and the will and the love for you and the desire to please you that we would take that next step. Lord, I pray that we find the same joy in adversity and serving and living that Paul found in his life, no matter what his circumstances are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me in in prayer today. If you are watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page and you find it helpful, share it with someone who would appreciate it. Invite them to join us on Thursday when we'll be back here at 10 a.m. Central. If you're a podcast listener, the best way to help us is to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend. Broadcast is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road. We are giving you truth and tools to live a thriving life. Before I go, I want to make you aware of an opportunity that you have. I am in the development of a new program. It's going to be a DIY online course. And before I get it to that point, before I I let it loose in the world, I want to ask you if you are interested in joining me in a founder's experience. So instead of a DIY, it will be a one week of community and teaching 
and fun in an environment where we are all going through it together at one time. And I'll be in there doing teachings, doing Q&As, doing coaching, doing all the things where I'm actually involved in the material with you guys as we go along. In a DIY course, once it comes out, it won't be like that. It'll just be something that you work through on your own. We're going to do that next week. If you're interested in joining us, you will uh, have the opportunity to do it at half price with a group and with me personally. And you can go to graceandthegravelroad.link backslash joy. graceandthegravelroad.link backslash joy if you are interested in checking that out. My heart is that as we pray scripture together, that we will all grow in our prayer lives. That we will use this time to direct your own. (laughs) Hold on a minute. I totally didn't even tell you what that was, did I? Here's the deal. If you need more joy in your life, if you feel like you're living, but you're just not thriving, if this coronavirus season has knocked out your joy, if you're overstressed or feel distant from God, this is for you. It's called swimming in joy because we are not supposed to just be gathering drops of joy on special occasions, but we should be having so much joy in our lives that we are swimming in it. So, (laughs) so sorry. I got way off script and then I lost my place. So anyhow, my goal is that we'll grow in our prayer lives and God will answer these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen. 